Hello, hello world. So welcome to Who's That Girl? It's a podcast that I started last year and I wanted the content to be focusing on LGBT history and culture and queer narratives because I am a big fat lezer. Um, And I put out one episode and it got 15 views or listens, I should say, which was great. And I felt very proud of the fact that I got 15 listens. I know I'm a bit of a star, but I found that it wasn't something that I actually could invest that much time in. And although uh, LGBT history and narratives is something that's very important to me, it wasn't something that really gave me a huge amount of motivation to kind of research more about because there are already so many wonderful podcasts that already address um, those issues. I will link them in the bio below. So uh, I was thinking about, all right, I'm kind of living through a weird time right now, as is pretty much everyone on the face of the planet, which is living through the coronavirus. Today, uh, March 18th, 2020, we found out in the UK, because I live in London, I threw you with my accent, people are like, oh, she's Canadian. Just kidding. No, I am an American living in London. So we found out today that all of the schools in the UK are going to be closed down. Now, I know there's no shock or kind of real surprise there because most other countries around the world have taken that step to shut everything down. But the UK was a little bit slow on the uptake and we're only facing that from Monday coming. And this is such a scary time, I think, for everybody because there's so many unknowns that are being thrown up into kind of just like everybody's daily life about timing of how long this will last, how people are going to be affected and what the world is going to look like after uh, the coronavirus has died down and we hopefully have vaccines that can treat it. At the moment, I feel like everyone is in a very similar position to me, which is we have all this free time on our hands and what the hell are we going to do with it, right? So something that has always been incredibly important to me is the job that I do. So I'm not sure if I said, but I am a secondary school teacher in an inner city school in the borough of Haringey um, in London. And for those of you that don't know, Haringey is an incredibly poor borough. Uh, statistically, 34% of Haringey residents live below the poverty line. So when we think about that in terms of education and what it means for young people to not have access to education, one of the first things that comes to mind is you no longer have young individuals being able to go to a place that allows them to form a routine, to establish and maintain strong social uh, networks and friends, and really importantly, access to food. Each episode, what I'm going to be talking about is just how my day has gone, how I'm dealing with being quarantined, and kind of just living on lockdown, but also thinking about my role as a teacher and how this is all going to affect the students that I love to teach and just students and young people in general because I really can't stress enough how this is going to impact some of our most vulnerable young people within the country. 
And so hopefully if you find this interesting, please stick with me. Um, It's going to be a daily podcast because, well, what else do I have to do with my time right now? Um, And education is something that's so important to me. And I think that the coronavirus in particular, I guess kind of like any major uh, disruption to society that affects everybody within society in terms of a class structure, it's going to have a huge impact on individuals who are living below the poverty line. And so each episode, I'm just going to chat to you about my day, tell you kind of, I don't know, what's been happening. It's not going to be a lot. Mostly it'll be Netflix, watching The Real Housewives, eating probably too much hummus, and then hopefully also doing some research and learning more about inequality within uh, the country that I live in, and just thinking about ways that, I don't know, we can learn from this and try to make it better for the people that really deserve it, Um, which is, I think, everybody, but especially our young people. So I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in my first episode, and the first thing that I've really been struck with since being at home is I'm kind of having not a huge amount to do, so it means that I'm eating more. And I'm very lucky in that I have food in my house, so if I'm hungry, I can go snack. And something that I know, especially within my school, um, that we're experiencing is so many young people and their families are not able to afford food. And they are not able to stockpile and hoard. And as a result, this has caused a huge amount of fear, of anxiety for our young people and their families. And I think that's what I'd really like to focus on today is the issue of what are we going to do and how can we help those young people who rely on free school meals on a daily basis to get the bulk of what they're eating. So a little bit of background. The number of pupils in state-funded secondary schools has risen for the fifth year in a row. And the study that I looked at was from 2019 So that's 69,500 more pupils. And with the introduction of universal credit, you have more individuals being eligible for free school meals, which is great. But with that, it means that if schools aren't running, you have even more children who are not having access to these free school meals that they so desperately need. So in January 2019, for all school types, 15.4% 15.4% of pupils, pupils excuse me, were eligible for in claiming free school meals. Now, this is the highest proportion since 2014. Now, some, some will argue, and I do think it's really important to say that under universal credit, you are having more protections being put in place to allow for students to be eligible for free school meals. But I think what's really important is to think about, even though you do have that rise in the number of students getting free school meals, there isn't always the ability for them to be taken care of by the government if something like this happens. So for an example, uh, the Northeast of England has the highest number percentage-wise of students on free school meals, uh, resting at 18.7%. 
And in London, we sit at 17.4% for free school meals. Now, I think what's something that like really affects me is the thought that like I can go into my kitchen right now and I have not stocked up loads on this. I felt really, really strongly that I'm not going to bulk buy. I don't think that's fair. And that's not coming from a moral high ground. I just felt very strongly that I did want enough to, you know, see me through a couple days, but I was in no way going to overbuy because it just means that you're leaving someone else out to dry. And I just was not okay with that. But nevertheless, today, whilst I've been munching, I've been watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. That shit is crazy. But I have had the ability to go into my cupboard to take some snacks have, you know, I don't know, like a piece of chocolate, whatever I wanted. But for so many children, this is not the case. They don't have the ability to just walk into their living room and take what they want. And I think that that's something that we need to really be thinking about in the next couple weeks and months is what measures are the government going to put in place to basically mop up and support all of those vulnerable families and individuals who need help. I currently am very lucky. I work at a wonderful school in Tottenham. And something that we've experienced is a huge, not a huge, um, a high proportion of students coming to our head teacher and asking for help in terms of just being able to provide food. And something that our head teacher has done so brilliantly is asked for us as teachers to kind of get the word out within the community and for us ourselves to bring in um, canned goods and any type of food that we can to help out those parents. So if you're listening now, please, if you live in an area near to a school and you have the ability to donate any food, any water, anything like that, please go to your local school and ask if they need it because chances are they will. And I think at a time like this, when there's so much fear and uncertainty, I think a lot of people tend to be scared. And of course they want to look out for themselves and they want to look out for their families and to make sure that they are healthy and safe and and fed. And of course you should. But also at a time like this, Class is going to play a huge part of this. If you are already on the brink of kind of financial trouble before coronavirus, you're certainly going to be experiencing a lot of trouble now. And no one should ever be made to feel and experience the inability to not buy food, to not provide for their family. And I know that sounds incredibly uh, naive but especially at a time like this, people who are, who are wealthy, they're able to circumvent certain systems or they're able to just afford things that people who are living below the poverty line can't. And that should not happen. We need to be distributing everything that we can equally, hashtag communist last, uh, socialism, um, so that as much as possible, people are able to eat and young people are able to get the nutrition that they need so that they can grow and they can thrive and they can be happy. Um, So yes, please, this is a plea for me as a secondary school teacher living in London. If you are living near a school, 
please donate. Please, please donate any food, anything like that that you have, if you can spare it, to help others out. So, welcome back. Uh, in podcast world, I actually took a break. I went to go get a sip of water. I know no one cares. Uh, most boring bit of that whole episode. Um, I will keep these episodes uh, short and snappy. Um, but hopefully you tune in. If possible, please do share this episode. It's so important that where we can, we try and support the community and we support our young people and their families. Um, No doubt tomorrow I will wake up and eat too much hummus again, but please do tune in um, and I will have a think about what I want to talk to you guys about tomorrow. And if you have any ideas on things you want to hear about or if you'd like to collaborate, if you are a teacher or working in education, please let me know. Um, I think it's really important that we're opening up a a dialogue about this Um, and just stay safe, Uh, treat people in your life well, and um, yeah. Bye!